0: Good morning. Today is Saturday, August the 8th, 2020. I'm your host, Sophia Nelson, and welcome to the One America podcast. As you know, we have been on a sabbatical. I'm working on my next book, actually, my next two books. It's a great time right now while we're shut in and things are a little bit different for all of us. It's a great time uh, if you're thinking about writing a book, starting a podcast. Writing stories, whatever it is you always wanted to do, I want to encourage you this morning and whenever you listen to this podcast to get up, get out, and do it. And by get out, I mean take a walk, grab your pen, grab your paper, yes, old-fashioned pen and paper, get a journal, write your ideas down, go sit in nature. There is no better thing of inspiration than to go and sit quietly in the summer, in the autumn, and to just get what your thoughts to slow down and to collect yourself, to focus on your breathing, to focus on your soul's landscape, to focus on what it is that you want to get up and out. You know, every one of us has a story to share. Every one of us has a story to share. Everybody's got a book in them, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four, but nothing will happen unless you start. And that brings me to today's podcast. I, um, As I mentioned, I've been on sabbatical and we haven't been doing the podcast because it takes a lot of work and, you know, you want to have guests and there's a lot going on right now in the political landscape. Uh, This time next week, we should know who uh, the vice presidential running mate is for uh, former Vice President Joe Biden. And uh, there's just a lot of noise right now. Should the kids go back to school? Are they going back to school? Wear a mask, don't wear a mask, test, don't test, tracing, don't trace. Um... Are we getting better? Are we getting worse? States are hot spots. Other states seem to be going well. Rural areas hit. There's a lot of noise right now. And so I wanted to hop on on this Saturday morning and do a little bit of Saturday thoughts, motivation and inspiration. Because I really do pay attention to my social media. And I pay attention to what other people post on their social media. And Michelle Obama, former first lady Michelle Obama, had a podcast earlier this week. Uh, with uh, NPR's Michelle uh, Martin, and it was a great podcast about depression, and dealing with depression during this COVID crisis, and with all the noise that's going on around us, how easy it is to slip into a depression, and um, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a uh, psychiatrist, so I am by no means a clinician, but I've lived long enough now to know a few things. And I thought I'd share a little bit of encouragement with you this morning. If you are dealing with low-level depression, as the fir- first lady, the former first lady said she was dealing with, or if you're dealing with serious depression, um, I want to encourage you to do a few things. So first and foremost, let me just go ahead and say this on the record. If you haven't read Black Woman Redefined or The Woman Code or even Eploribus One, uh, then I want to encourage you to pick up all of those books uh, over this, again, this time where we're sitting down in the summer, particularly if you're a young woman, uh, a woman approaching midlife. And for men, um, for those of you wanting to understand what's happened to your country and and how we got where we are, I think you'll really enjoy E Pluribus. But I, I want to encourage you to... Uh, understand a few things about depression guys I'm talking to you first and foremost there's no shame in being depressed okay um all of us deals with some form of the blues some form of that I want to stick the covers over my head some form of god you know life is not supposed to be this hard it's not supposed to be this way or you know damn it I missed that or I missed this or this didn't happen the way I thought it would look I go through that too you're not human If you don't have moments where you have some regret, where you have some guilt, where you have some struggles about some decision you made or some decision somebody else made that impacted you unfairly, or maybe you've lost your job and you've been out of work since March or April. Maybe you're facing eviction. Maybe you're facing foreclosure. Uh, Maybe you had uh, prepared your whole adult life to send your kids to college and now you find yourselves having to dip into the kids 529 or the college fund because you guys can't afford to live because you've been out of work. Whatever you're dealing with, uh, maybe uh, you've been locked in in this shutdown that we've all been in for way too many months and uh, you saw sides of people that you love, your spouse that you didn't know, both for better and for worse. Maybe there's abuse going on in the home. Whatever it is, I want you to listen to me this morning. Then I want you to go and listen to Michelle Obama's podcast, which she has, which is new on Spotify, I believe. But I want to just say a couple things. First and foremost, it is normal to deal with depression. There's no shame. There's not something wrong with you. It just makes you human. Number two, if you are feeling um, extra weighted down, if you're feeling like you can't get out of bed, Uh, if you're feeling like you don't want to eat and whatever, you are in a serious depression and you need to reach out for help. There are apps that you can put right on your phone where there are free counselors. There are apps that you can download and spend a very minimal amount of money and talk to someone in real time. There are county resources in the county you live in, in the city you live in, in the state you live in. Don't let this problem go unaddressed. Don't deny it. You know how you feel. When you're depressed, You feel sleepy, you feel tired, you're listless, you don't want to exercise, you don't want to move, you just want to lay around and watch TV and eat. Some of you are putting on a lot of pounds during this pandemic and you need to stop. You need to make a decision as we did in our household. Starting August 1st, I threw out all the sugar in the house. I got rid of carbs and moved us to a uh, plant-based fish, meat-based diet for the next 31 days, uh, water, no alcohol, uh, fresh lemons, fruits, you have to watch fruit because fruit has sugar in it, but it's natural sugar, so it's a little bit different than going and eating 12 Snickers bars, um, I'm an exerciser, so I'm always going to be in shape, but I'd put on more pounds at this stage of my life than I've ever had, and I'm a small frame, I'm only five foot three. So in my world, I should never weigh more than between 110 and 115 tops, and that should be muscle mass, and it should be lean and tight and right. Well, when you approach your 40s and your 50s, the middle age spread starts. It happens to all of us, so your hormones begin to kind of go out of whack, and you've got to feed your body, you've got to get the endorphins, you've got to get the serotonin moving in your brain. So I began to take yoga, I began to stretch right in my own basement, I'm blessed to have a beautiful home with a studio in it, not everybody has that, but you can throw an app on your phone, and you can sit down on your floor, and you can throw some blankets around, and you can do yoga right there, you can stretch, and the good thing about yoga and stretching is, and meditation, it gets you still, And in the early hours of the morning before the kids, the dog, and all the drama that's going to start, particularly this fall, because the kids in many states will still be home. um, And you may even have your college kids home. You've got to find a place, ladies. You've got to find a place, dads. You've got to find a place for you. And when you're sharing your space with three, four, five other people every day, 24-7, you're going to get on each other's nerves. So I want to encourage you three to carve out a space in your home, in your backyard, in your neighborhood, wherever you go for some solace and peace for you. Stretch when you get up. Take five to ten minutes to stretch. Simple stretching is good for your spine. It's good for your breathing. It's like a a wake-up kiss to your body. And then you need to hydrate before you throw the coffee down your throat, before you throw the tea on Get some water, nice room temperature, maybe you like ice water, squeeze some fresh lemon and limes in there, a little bit of honey, maybe some blueberries, and just drink it. Before you do anything, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. It literally gives you a boost. You can feel it in your brain. It's like when you get the caffeine that hits, when you stretch, and when you breathe, and when you boost your immune system. We've been taking probiotics. You can get them right at CVS. You can get them at Walgreens. They're not expensive. Cleanse your body. Give your body a break from all the Netflix, from all the munchies, from all the popcorn and candy and cakes and pies and all the things that everybody, including me, indulge themselves on the cookies and get your body right before we hit autumn. Flu season starts in October. Start building up now with vitamin C, mega doses of green tea, and all those things that we know work. It's not a fluke. It's not foolishness. It's real. Um, If you're into the natural oils, uh, those work. I remember mom was very sick about six years ago, and nothing the doctors could do was helping her. And she had bronchitis. It was turning pneumonia, and I thought we were going to lose her. And I called up my friend. Vicki Johnson, who's into these oils, and she concocted some stuff, we put it on the bottom of her feet, we got uh, uh, one of those um, misty, you know, air things that you put, uh, what's it called, air diffuser, and gave that to her morning, noon, and night, and within three days, she got up, and she was better. So don't underestimate the power of naturopathic medicine, but deal with a professional Deal with somebody who's trained in herbs and herbal medicine and supplement that with whatever else you're doing. But what I wanted to say to you this morning, this Saturday, August the 8th, was that if you're dealing with some depression, you're normal because everybody is. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of division. There's a lot of fighting. Take a time out from your Facebook page. Take a time out from your Instagram page. Take a time out from your Twitter feed. Because it's toxic on those places. And create a safe place on your pages, on your social media, and be clear with people what you're going to allow and what you're not going to allow. And don't be afraid to say that. Because it's important that you protect your space in this time. Because again, as we head into the fall and the flu season, and we head into more COVID cases, the government is estimating... That by the end of 2020, we will probably lose in excess of 300,000 of our fellow citizens. We've already lost 160,000 of them. Uh, It's heartbreaking. I want to have a moment of pause for them at the end of this podcast to think of them, to remember them. Uh, Many of us, including my family, your family, has been touched in some form or fashion by COVID. Um, You've lost a loved one. You've lost a friend, a neighbor, somebody you went to school with. You know somebody. And um, it's important that you not uh, allow this weight, this heaviness to take you out. So let me just recap a few things that I've said and unpack it. And then the day is yours. Number one, the battlefield is in your mind. Joyce Meyer's book, The Battlefield of the Mind is one everybody should read because we all struggle with the tapes in our head, with the negativity, with the fear, with the guilt, with the all the things that we Beat ourselves up about, or that we're afraid of, or that didn't go right, or who didn't do us right. The battlefield is in your mind. So every day when you get up, you got to get your thoughts right. You got to get your mind right. You got to make peace with what is past, with what you cannot change because it's behind you. Number two, you have to wake your body up. You have to wake your body up. Hydrate your body every morning first before the caffeine. Stretch. Breathe, you can do this without an app, you can do this in your bathroom, you can do it in your bedroom, on the floor, you could do it anywhere, but make an intentional number three, be intentional decision every day of your life to wake your thoughts up to positivity. That's done through faith, that's done through meditation, that's done through prayer, that's done through breathing and stretching and getting your body into its proper rhythm And centering your core. This is not some zen, Sophia's gone Deepak on us. No. I practice this. It works. And when I don't do it, and when I allow myself to go months or years and and do what I do, which is run myself ragged and run wild and, and I'm out of control, things don't go the way I'd like them to. And I'm not as healthy as I should be. I have more visits to the doctor. Don't let that be you. Number four, who's in your row? Who's in your life? Who are your friends? Who are you talking to on Zoom? Or are you having weekly calls? Are you meeting up? We had a a, a dinner out last night at one of the local restaurants. We all had our mask on. It was all only people that we had been around, our neighbors, family. Uh, We had like probably 10 of us social distance at our table, made a reservation, made sure we were put uh, off to the side. And it was great to just get out and be with people, to see other human beings, to hear some music, to laugh a little bit, to giggle a little bit, to share some good, healthy food. Make sure that you have some people in your life that you can talk to who will check on you and who care about you. You need to do a road check in this moment. I've been realizing, and this is important, I've been realizing that... I have a lot of people in my life. I'm a keeper. I keep relationships. Now, that's a positive, right? I've still got my first friends from grade school. I talk to them not as often as we used to, but they're on my Facebook page. We've seen each other. We try to connect with each other, you know, every so often. But what I've realized about my core group, my girl tribe, my row, is that we're all changing. And what I realize, and I mean this with the utmost respect and Humility. Sometimes you are surrounding yourself with people who used to be good for you and who are no longer moving in the same direction you are. I've realized as of late that I have a lot of girlfriends, particularly because everybody's at midlife now. So 45 to 55 or maybe 50 to 60 And a lot of my female friends who I used to be tight with, who I used to run with, we would hang all the time, talk all the time, party together, whatever. They're in different seasons of their life and a lot of them feel stuck and a lot of them are plateauing and a lot of them are looking towards retirement or they're getting divorces or they are challenges and that's normal. But that's not where my life is. I'm doing new things. I'm working on the next couple of books. I've got some amazing news to share with you guys. And I'm just dying to share. But I cannot share it just yet. But I will soon. And everything in my life is like it's opening up. It's like, a, uh, it's like I'm going into a new season of my life. I love my 50s so far. Only a couple years in. But I love them so far. And I feel like that scripture. Your latter days will be greater is really being played out in my life. And and I'm blessed by that. What am I saying? You better make sure that you are connected with people who are going to take you higher, who are smarter than you, who are doing as much or more than you, who are going to pull you into new directions, new things, new opportunities, and open new doors for you. Otherwise, you stay stuck. And that's one of the biggest things that allows depression to creep into our lives because we get stuck and we start living backwards. We start living with regret and fear and all the things that are just not good for us. So I'm really talking to you this morning about first identifying whether or not you're dealing with some form of depression or the blues. Secondly, looking at the factors in your life that might contribute to those things. And then lastly, what are you going to do about it? Because at the end of the day, number five, everything that matters in our lives comes down to choices. What is the choice you're going to make to change the thing that you don't like? So I hope you hear what I'm saying, because at the end of the day, it always comes back to you or to me. And how we're going to see things, how we're going to respond to things and what we're going to do about the things that we no longer feel are good for us, are blessing us, are lifting us, are, uh, encouraging us. So, um, look, 2020 has been tough Uh, to the young listeners out there who didn't get to have your proper high school graduation. We've got a niece that's Went through that, we got to watch it on a video, thank God they had that, to the college kids who didn't get to finish up, the med students, the law students, to all of you, I'm sorry. And uh, this is a year that the world's going to remember forever, Uh, a global pandemic of epic proportions, and we're not done yet. But I wanted to really encourage you this morning that there's still a lot to look forward to. That if you're feeling a little down, it's okay. We've all been there. We all deal with it. There are days I have to get myself out of the bed and it's not easy. And I want to feel sorry for myself. And I want to feel upset. And I I, I want to cover up my head. And I don't like where things are. But I make myself get up because I do that battle in my mind first. I prepare my mind first. And I understand that if my mind isn't strong... That if I don't feed it with faith, if I don't feed it with something positive in the morning, whether I listen to Bishop Jakes or Joyce Meyer or Joel Osteen or just listen to something, if, I, if I'm if i not intentional, I'm going to struggle. And you don't want to struggle and neither do I. Listen, you get one life and you get one only. Live it and live it to the full. I hope that you dance. I hope that you love. I hope that you sing. And most of all, I hope that you live and that's the word I wanted to give to you this Saturday, August the 8th, 2020, and I want you to know that I, I'm i rooting for you as I know you are me. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you're picking up copies of my books. We got great stuff to share with you soon on the book front and, and otherwise, so stay tuned. Um... Make sure you're subscribed to my column at the Daily Beast. I write weekly as a senior columnist there. I also write for USA Today and other outlets regularly. But, uh, of course, uh, we're going to get into the convention soon. And then we're going to get into um, the election. So uh, make sure you check and make sure you are registered to vote. Make sure that you check with your state's registrar or your county registrar, the, the, the elections committee where you live and make sure, like I said, first, that you're registered to vote. Find out about early voting, find out about absentee voting and find out about voting by mail and whether or not you can get the voting um, application here in Virginia. They've already sent it to us. I'm looking at it right now. And uh, you can hand drop it off in a box. You can do whatever. But just make sure you got your options. Your vote matters, really, really matters. This is probably the most consequential election we're going to have in the next 100 years in America. So make sure you're registered. Don't allow there to be any excuses uh, come November. If the pandemic's raging that you can't vote, don't allow that to happen. So I love you guys. God bless you, keep you. And God bless the United States of America.